Hello there, fellow witchlings, and welcome back to another episode with your chaotic witchy mama, Haley. On this corner of the internet, I really like talking about all things witchy, paganism, spirituality, and everything magical. And whenever possible, I absolutely love to sprinkle in a little bit of how to include your kids. With that said, on today's episode, I am looking forward to talking about how I have done tarot with my kids. So grab yourself a cup of tea, coffee, or wine if that's what you're into, and let's get into it. Before we get started, though, I really want to talk a little bit about what has me feeling witchy this week. Last week, I told you a little bit about my new tea kettle that I am so excited about, and this week... This week, it's some homemade crochet projects that I'm making for other people. Right now, I'm almost done making my mother a cardigan. I made myself one a little bit ago, and then my mother wanted one, so I was like, absolutely, I would love to. And as I'm making it, I am using this really beautiful mixture of, like, teals and blues and greens. It's one piece of yarn that has, like, multicolor. And as I'm making it, I swear, y'all, I am just, like, trancing out. I have never gone so deep in trance since before I started crocheting. Or ever. Like, I've never been in a trance like I have while I am making something for somebody else. Something about working with your hands and... You can use your intentions and energy at the same time as you're using your hands. It is such a meditative practice. It really gets my creative juices flowing on top of that. As I'm working with one project, I'm actively like, ooh, I could do this. Ooh, I could do that. And I'm like thinking of other things that I could make. Also, my nephew's birthday is coming up and he's obsessed with Minecraft. So as soon as I'm done with making this cardigan for my mom, I'm going to make my five-year-old nephew a creeper toy from Minecraft out of yarn and stuffing. And I'm really excited to do that. Doing crocheting and knitting and yarn crafts like that, it has been scientifically proven to open up brain synapses, right? So it literally helps you with memory and stress relief and just all kinds of things that I'm not even going to get all the way into because that's not what this episode's about. This is just a quick little, my crochet for other people really has me feeling so witchy because, I mean, how is this not magic? I have a ball of yarn and a hook wand, right? And then I use my personal creativity mind and energy and hands to turn it to transmute it into something new like yarn to sweater or yarn to toy that is a magical practice if i do say so myself anyway let's get back to our prescribed programming (laughs) for starters i just wanted to give a brief overview of kind of how i do my tarot in the first place Because I know it's already a little bit different than the way I see most people doing it. So usually I see people sitting at a table or desk, of course, and they've got their cards and they are treating their card deck like a god or a goddess, okay? And I 
I'm a lot more casual with my tarot cards. It's not as ritualistic as I see a lot of other people doing it. I have laid in bed and played with my tarot cards. I have done it at the desks. I've sat on the floor and done tarot. Nine times out of ten, my tarot, though, is done on a shelf in my living room. <laughs> because that's what works for me at the moment. Because the sitting at a desk in a quiet room in a ritualistic setting is just unrealistic for me, personally, at the moment. With my three kids. And there was a point in my reading tarot where I almost gave up because I just could not get into that mindset that I thought you had to do, that you had to be in. And one day I just kind of, it just clicked in my head like, you know, no, I don't have to do it like that. It could be a casual, simple, easy thing. It does not have to be as extravagant as, you know, TikTok and Instagram makes it look. So I decided, you know what, let's just move this downstairs because obviously every time I walk away from these kids, they're going to start screaming and fighting. So I brought it downstairs and I stood in front of my shelf and I shuffled my cards and I did my pulls and I propped them up on the shelf and that just works. Even with the kids screaming behind me or playing behind me usually because if I'm there, they're less likely to pitch a fit, okay? So if I'm standing in the room... It's just calmer for some reason. Also, I have a couple selenite sticks around my tarot and on that shelf that I was just talking about. And they are there specifically to transmute any energy that comes around, right? Um, especially my kids. My house is so chaotic. Like I just said, I've got three kids, three very young kids. I have a 18-month-old. There's my four-month-old in the background and then a three-year-old. So I had three kids in a row, okay? It's very chaotic. And these selenite sticks help me feel like that chaotic energy is being transformed into something more productive. I had to chime back in here for a quick correction. I have an 18-month-old, a four-year-old. I said four-month. That was my four-year-old in the background and a three-year-old. <laughs> so anyway, back to it. As I shuffle my cards and I do my pulls on the shelf, sometimes my kids, they just run around and play and they don't even notice. And sometimes they get interested and they want to pull a card too. And again, this is where I had one of those moments where I'm like, instead of, no, go away, let me, you know, just let me do this. I decided, you know what, okay, let's do this together. We'll pull a couple extra cards and I do my shuffles. Okay, it's your turn. Shuffle again. Okay, it's the next kid's turn. Shuffle again. I even let the baby pull one this time. And then I put them all up and I'm like, look, you got this card and it means X, Y, Z. And depending on the day and the card, I just tell them in an age appropriate way what their card means. Like one of my kids pulled out the star and I was like, that means you're a star. And we started singing twinkle, twinkle, little star. That is you, I know it's true. Okay, look, I don't know. I make stuff up as I go sometimes. But, like, my daughter, she had so much fun thinking she was that twinkle, twinkle little star, okay? Now, you and I both know that the star doesn't necessarily mean you're a star. <laughs> but whatever the case is, we also know that all of these cards are open to interpretation. And with that said, I don't 
have. Well, I do have the original Rider Waite Smith deck, but that's not the one I've been using. So the imagery is not exactly the same as the stars that you would usually see on that basic tarot deck. Uh, mine is a woman standing by a pool with her two kids splashing in the water playing. There's a dog playing next to the pool chasing a ball. So in this one, when my child pulled it, it really gave me a more playful type of energy than the typical star card. Okay, so my deck is called Book of Shadows. I have volume one as above, volume two so below. Volume one is a more spiritual, like a deeper deck to dig into. And the second one, volume two so below, is a more like daily practice type deck, okay? So I'm going to read you from the little pamphlet that came with my book, what the star card means in this particular deck. The star is like a reset button. It helps you feel clean, refreshed, and renewed. Cynicism and pessimism falls away and you can see through clear eyes and expect good things to come. Divinatory meaning, a time for cleansing and renewal. And in reverse, it means false hopes. So reading that, I can definitely see why it gave me a more playful energy. It just was very uppity. Versus the typical star card, which still means renewal, but it's a calmer sense of renewal. This one is a more hype sense of renewal, if you ask me. Sometimes, instead of telling them what it means in a child-friendly manner, I'll ask them what is happening on the card. What's going on in the image? How does it make you feel? And basically ask what their interpretation is. Now, depending on the pictures, this can be really fun. And like I said, I don't have the Rider-Waite-Smith, or I don't use the Rider-Waite-Smith right now. So a lot of the cards are so... So much more fun than I think the Rider Waite Smith deck is. And that's helpful when I'm letting my kids do pulls because there's not, you know, swords stabbing you through a heart if you get the three of hearts or the three of swords. In my deck, the imagery is more so a woman who is blue, like literally her body is blue. And, you know, she's sitting on her couch crying <laughs> because she's sad. She's heartbroken. It is a more modern interpretation of the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, which I love. I've seen this tarot deck floating around that I really want to get. And I'm a little undecided on when I think I'm going to get it and introduce it. Because, like I said, my kids are really young. But there is a deck out there labeled Tarot for Kids. It's a really fun way to incorporate tarot for your kids. You can give them their own deck. And I'm pretty sure it's for older kids. Like six and up, not my three and four year old. So I'm still on the debate about that. I may or may not get it. Maybe in a couple years there'll be a new version. We'll see. Whatever the case, I think that's about all I have this time so if anybody has any other tarot ideas please hit me up let me know at chaoticwitchymama at gmail.com 
Or you can find me on TikTok at Chaotic Witchy Mama. You can find me on Instagram at Chaotic Witchy Mama. You can find me on YouTube at Chaotic Witchy Mama. Just look up Chaotic Witchy Mama and you will probably find me. And with that said, I hope you guys all have a magical weekend. And until next time, bye.